Welcome to the Good Improv Show. It's happening right here on gradio.ca. Which is Edmonton's best local station. We are going to be making up some sketches, some little skits for you with some word suggestions sent in by people over the Twitterverse. Please feel free to listen because, you know, we're, we're talking, so you might as well listen. If you want to hear some of our older stuff, you can also go to goodimprov.com, which is our website. We have three wonderful suggestions that have come in from our fabulous viewers and listeners. They are the words Egyptian, tuna, and consummate. So we will use those and we will make some sketches up for you. Do you remember when you tried to recreate the parting of the Red Sea? Yes, I do remember that. And I bought all of the red jello in our entire city, bought out all the grocery stores. And then I had to get a staff, you know, so I cut down the most historic oak tree in town. And then right as I'm about to part the Red Sea, because pour all the jello into the river, which had solidified, the police come and arrest me. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were pretty pretty mad. I mean, that was that was the oldest tree in town. You solidified our only water supply and made it useless and unfit for human consumption. Well, I wanted to show them something they hadn't seen before. You know, everybody talks about it, everybody hears about it, but nobody's seen it. Well, you you, you did that. You, you did that. Do you remember the time that you rammed a coat hanger up your nose? I certainly do, Jordan. I was learning all about Egyptian pharaohs, and I learned that fact about all Egyptian pharaohs having their brains removed with, probably not a coat hanger, but the ancient Egyptian equivalent of a coat hanger up the nostril to suck up their brain. Uh, doctor said I didn't get my whole brain out, but I got a, a decent enough portion out, I think, to be considered at least pharaoh-like. I'm in the realm of pharaohs, certainly, right? I mean, maybe not full pharaoh yet, but I'm getting there. You just have so much in common with the ancient rulers of Egypt. It's so impressive. We cut to a funeral home. Uh, hi there. Hey, thank you for, uh, for giving me this opportunity to apply for this job. Uh, I've always wanted to work in a funeral home. I think I can offer a lot to the team. My specialty is, and I know a lot of people don't go in for this anymore, but I'm trying to bring it back. Mummification. I've been reading up on the subject. I think if you mm. offered this to your customers, I think more people would take it. It's a very long and involved process, but I think, uh, I think you know, 2021 is the, the time for mummification. I've been practicing with, uh, with cats and stuff at home. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to, I want to butt in now. Me and my partner are looking for something very specific here. I don't want you to go through this whole spiel thinking you're going to get the job when you're already disqualified from contention. What? We actually have decided, you're right, mummification is a viable path forward for this business. Okay. We think it's a, a good path to go forward. It's just we disagree with Egyptian mummification. We're more into the bog people style of mummification. We feel that's a more efficient process. The bog does most of the work. Are you serious? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. The bog is the the redheaded stepchild of world mummification. It is. It, there's no artistry to it. You just leave it in a a, a, a boggy place for you know a few hundred years no, no 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 egyptian mummification my friend that takes that takes uh finesse that takes talent that takes skill you got to put the wire up there to get the brain out you got to get all the salt just the right mixture of salt too to dry it out just enough so it's nice and pliable you know you, you gotta wrap them just right well i'm glad that you mentioned the wrapping because look at how pristine our showroom is here 
You know, we have a nice clean showroom and then we got the bog pit out back, which is full of mud, you know, bog mud. And you're talking about wrappings. You're going to have wrappings all over the floor. They're going to drag into the showroom. People trip on them. Nobody trips on the mud. I'll have you know that I have my wrapping very, very tidy. I have a spool system set up, so it's not in anybody's way. I think if you just if you gave me a chance, I could really turn you around on Egyptian mummification. And I, I, it's far superior to the bog variety. You know, the Egyptian mummification process, that's all well and good for your pharaohs or your high-ranking people, your kings, your queens, things like that. But a lot of what we work on here would be considered common folk. You know, normal people working their regular nine-to-five jobs who can easily find their way to walking into a bog and becoming mummified in it. They don't have the funding to buy a, a gold sarcophagus, I'm assuming, is going to be required for this. Exotic spices. Yes, yes, in the deluxe pa package. But uh, hey, no, I, I have, you know, other packages to make mummification affordable for all. That's that's what I want to do. I want to bring it to the common people. I, I think it should be available for everybody. Now, look, we got a nice flat bog out back. Okay, you come along with your mummification. Suddenly, obelisks are going to be popping up all over the place. Ruin the landscape. And let's not even get into the subject of any mummy curses that may befall our establishment. We've okay. gone 100 okay. years at this location with no curses, and we'd like to keep it that way. Thank you right. very much. That is a that is a misconception. A couple of people got cursed a couple of times, okay? And, you know, you, you focus on the bad. Sure, sure. I mean, I could focus on the bad, bad with bog mummifications as well. Oh, you know, it's just for serial killers to dump their bodies in, huh? What if I started bringing that out, huh? Couple serial killers ruin it for everybody. You don't like that to bog mummification, do you? How do you think I feel? You bringing up curses like that, huh? Maybe one time a mummy came to life and started strangling people. You can't just completely lambast the entire process based on the actions of one cursed mummy. I think the fact that serial killers would choose to dump their victims in a bog is a point of respect. It shows how much they value the bog as a body dumping area. They're not messing around with wrapping someone up, taking all the organs out, putting in the spices. Like, what are you making a mulled wine? Or are you are you embalming a corpse? What are you doing? Exactly. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you for bringing that up. Okay. All right. Well, I, I see that I'm I'm wasting my time here. I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wasted your time. Okay. I thought maybe your minds would be open to a new and fresh and 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 quite frankly beautiful experience okay so i'm i'll just i guess i'll just apply elsewhere uh you know what i i just i think people would go for it if you just gave them a chance but clearly clearly you guys are, are philistines and uh and just not not willing to hear good ideas so i i say good day to you sir as you're leaving don't step on a pressure plate or a bunch of spears will shoot up from the ground and impale oh. you Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Just gets a lot of mummies too, obviously. Go on, get the hell out of here. Do you remember when you and I went ice fishing? I do remember. I do remember when we went ice fishing. You know what? That was one of the funnest trips I've ever been on. It was great. I felt we bonded. You know, when you fell into the ice as that practical joke. Yeah. When you fell through that crack and you were just like, God, I was like, oh my God. And I, I acted all scared, but I knew, I knew you were just joking around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you committed too. You stayed down there for like a good 10 minutes. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really great. Doctors say I lost up to 10% of my brain capacity. That's commitment to the bit. I mean, I can't believe you did that just to entertain me. Yeah. That was something else. It scared all the fish away though, but you know, 
forgiven because, I mean, it was such a funny gag. You fell into the ice like that. Just glad you enjoyed it. Bet it was the best birthday you ever had, too, huh? Oh, yeah, definitely. When the hospital found out it was my birthday, they gave me an extra bit of jello. Lucky little skunk. Uh, anyway, yeah, after you went off in the ambulance, uh, I just kept ice fishing, and then these, uh, these women came by, and one thing led to another, and it got a little heated. You've told the story many times at this point. Ice fishing threesome, as I believe they, they commonly call it. All thanks to you. Glad to have done it. Such a great trip. Couldn't be happier. My nurse was a old fat dude who gave me a sponge bath every day. Do you remember when you ran out of mayonnaise? <sighs> yeah. I remember when I went out of mayonnaise. And uh, I was trying to make that tuna salad. And uh, I was frantically searching through every cupboard. No mayonnaise to be found anywhere. And eventually it just dawned on me, I just don't have any mayonnaise. I just, I don't have any. And so, I put Miracle Whip in the tuna salad instead. I guess that kind of was the catalyst for where I'm at today, you know? Yeah. That was the one event I traced it all back to, was that decision to use the Miracle Whip instead of hold out for the real mayo. Life-altering. Yeah, boy, was it. I don't really eat tuna salad anymore. I don't see how you could. It's been a big change. I used to eat tuna salad maybe once every couple of weeks. Cut to the office in the ad executive building, and he is turning off the conversation we just heard from the TV. Okay, uh, gentlemen, we hired you to make a commercial for our product. Miracle Whip, yes, correct. We were looking for the next slogan, you know, uh, nothing makes a sandwich like Miracle Whip. And instead, you, you give me an existential video about a man who had to use Miracle Whip instead of mayonnaise, our main competition, mm -hmm. and it has ruined his life. Uh, forgive me, but I'm, I'm a little, 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 little uh, confused and concerned that this is the commercial mm. to advertise our product, Miracle Whip, that you have brought forward to, to me today. Yeah, it's powerful, like powerful. the movie. It's, just, it's like it's a just, Steven Soderbergh film. Okay, Steve, no, uh, Soderbergh's not what, really what we're going for here. Cronenberg, like, maybe. It's twisted. Well, okay, it's like a David okay, Lynch okay. joint. Okay. You know, it's See, complex. I, Should we view it again? Would it help to view it again? No, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. I've, I've seen it once, and I think I got the idea. Uh, I, I mean, it was about, uh, there's, there's what, about an hour left of it? about that yeah looks like that okay all right yeah just him um, sitting there lamenting about I, not I, having mayonnaise at one point he burns a bottle of miracle whip okay i guess that's my biggest concern is i don't see how this is going to convince people to buy our product i i, I it seems to be suggesting that a miracle whip is inferior to mayonnaise and that you should have mayonnaise at all costs is what i got from that Well, the subtext of the piece was love at all costs, you know? Okay, yes. Yeah, love of mayonnaise, though. He, he hates the Miracle Whip. Well, if you want to, like, boil it down to, like, the, oh, gee whiz, I just watched something aspects of it, sure. Like, what you saw on the screen, sure. If you, without context, you'd think, oh, yeah, that's obviously, this person deeply hates Miracle Whip. Obviously, that's what you'd think. 
even with context. I mean, he's clearly deeply hate. Okay, you know what? You know what? Let's let's, let's clean slate. Let's 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 put a, put a pin in that for later. I want to see what you guys have done for our Cheese Whiz uh, account that we also approached you with. So I'm just going to put that video in, and oh, let's uh, let's see what that's like. All right, let's uh, let's just push play now. Let's see what the the Cheese Whiz commercial. All right, I'm I'm excited to see this one. I'm hoping this one's going to be better. Fuck Cheese Whiz. I it was to the point. It was concise. Very powerful messaging. Seems to me that you're it's suggesting that our product is not something that people should buy. It, it seems to be suggesting people not purchase our product. Not at all. Not at all. You, it's set against the backdrop of World War II. All in subtext. Where this soldier finds out that Hitler is eating a cheese whiz sandwich. So he says that powerful line. First of all, I didn't see any of that in the film. He's clearly just standing in a very contemporary living room. Secondly, you, you have subtext where Hitler is eating cheese whiz? You, yeah. you gave our sandwich spread to be eaten by one of the most hated people? In the history of the world? How, mm -hmm. how are you thinking letting Hitler eat our cheese whiz is, is going to sell it? No one is out there going, well, Hitler enjoys it. Maybe I should buy a bottle. Well, it wouldn't make sense for him to say fuck cheese whiz if Hitler wasn't eating it. Now, would it? It doesn't make any sense anyway. It's a commercial advertising cheese whiz. I, okay, you know what? I, third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. I'm going to take this tape out. Usually our clients are just champing at the bit to have these commercials on the air. I don't understand what's happening here. I would, I'm would. i hoping usually make commercials that try to sell the client's product. I mean, so far all these have been propaganda ads against my products. I brought a, a sample of some of our other work. Okay. Maybe you'd like something more in that vein, I guess. We can show you one we did for Crest Toothpaste. Well, okay, let's see it. Sure, let's see it. Let's see it. All right, go ahead. I'll put that tape in. Great. All right, you. here we go. Let's, let's see. Right. Crest toothpaste is recommended by 9 out of 10 dentists. For a fresh mouth, try Crest toothpaste every day. That, that was great. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, there's more? Now, as you can see, a hate mob now busts through the door and executes the man with a shotgun. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, there we go. And they're not done yet. Now they tie his body to four horses and the horses pull him apart. Jesus Christ! The Crest logo is prominently featured during this point, as you can see. It's flashing on and off the screen. You see that? And now they're cannibalizing him. I, oh my god, oh my god, they're actually eating him. Okay, okay, no, I'm turn no, I gotta turn this, I gotta turn this off. I, Powerful oh my stuff, god. right? That started off so well. You talked about the product, you said dentist recommended it, it suggested to people that you should get it because it's recommended. And then you just took this weird turn with it. They insisted we have those lines in the piece. Otherwise, it would have been totally silent. Okay. Okay. You know, I, I, maybe I made a mistake. I, I mean, people recommended you guys to me. They said you were very avant-garde. But apparently, avant-garde is not my thing. I just, I just want a very simple ad saying, hey, our products are good. They taste nice. You should buy them. That's what I'm looking for here. Okay? Maybe I'm old-fashioned. But... But that's what I want, okay? In an advertising agency. Oh, that's your prerogative. I guess. I've never really heard a request like this before, but... Seem like you know what you want. I have no choice but to not go with your ad agency and shoot you both. Oh! Ow! So remember, for your choice in ad agency... 
Pick Johnson's. Do you remember when you tried a new type of prophylactic? I do remember when I tried a new type of prophylactic, just keeping my hand wrapped around it real tight so that nothing got slipped out. Um, it wasn't super effective. It was really hard to to do anything with it with my hand all bunched around it like that. It was quite uncomfortable as well, so... My second refinement, using my other hand to do the same thing, it was no better. Basically, all the same problems of the first, with less control because I'm right-handed, you know? Back to the drawing board, unfortunately. Do you remember when you cancelled your wedding because you found out what consummate means? Yes. Yes, I did. Oh, man. I lived my whole life without ever having anyone touch my genitals, and I almost got married. Yeah. At the wedding ceremony, somebody whispered in my ear, oh, I bet you're looking forward to the honeymoon. And I stopped the whole ceremony. I said, why Why would I be looking forward to that? And they said, you know, because of what you get to do. And I was like, yeah, you know, the jet skiing and the buffets, you know, get just relax, just spend some time relaxing. They were like, no, no, there's a lot of work involved with your body. We cut to after the wedding. He's already been married at this point, but he doesn't know any of that previous information. Hey, Jordan. Hey, beautiful Jordan. sunny day. Yeah, sure yeah. is, huh? You looking forward to the, the wedding night tonight, huh? Huh? Mm, yeah, probably got a good night's sleep. Yeah, you will. I bet yeah. you will. <laughs> You'll be really tired after after uh, the, the wedding night uh, yeah. festivity. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, all that standing, talking to people, friends oh, and family and stuff. It's going to be so uh, wild. Does she have a special outfit picked out? Oh, yeah. She'll probably wear her wedding dress, yeah. But during? Oh. Oh, 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 that, you know what? I could see that. Yeah. I could see that being hot. I could see that. I could see that. It probably will you be hot what? because she's complaining about how much she's sweating, you know, especially with this tropical heat. Yeah. Yeah, all hot and, and sweaty, sweaty, huh? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so, uh, you know, why are you guys still, I mean, still here? I mean, the ceremony's done. Yeah. Finished. Just, you know, probably head back to your room, huh? Like, yeah, back to the room, the two of you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you probably want to get into that bed right away, I bet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've been holding it in. I have been holding it in. I don't know how you knew that. I have been holding it in. My desire to watch Law and Order this evening. It's on tonight. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, get some handcuffs in there, huh? <laughs> uh, okay. All right. You know, Dan, 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 uh, can, I, can I talk to you over here for a second? Yeah, okay. Don't you go anywhere, okay? Don't you go anywhere, Jordan. Okay, I'll stay right here. Hey. Oh, man, he's in for a wild night tonight, yeah, huh? Okay. This this. <laughs> Is this me, or does he not seem to know what's going to happen to him? What do you mean? It just seems like, you know, all of our clever innuendo and witty, you know, suggestive talk, you know, uh, which is just gold, all gold, by the way, you know, poetry. But it just, it just seems like he's not getting it. It's like he doesn't know what he's expected to do. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Have you seen my wedding tackle? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Are you going to be using it later tonight, I bet, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're going to show that wedding tackle to your wife later. Oh, she's huh? going to be Get real impressed, tackle, huh? real impressed. 
No, I, I need it now. I'm I'm trying to catch a, a large fish here. I I was hoping one of you had it. I don't. Maybe it's back in the room. I don't know. Okay. See. See. That's what I mean. I don't understand. What's going to happen to him tonight? The 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 consummation of the wedding. The the the, the sex he's going to be having in his, his room later. What? Why would he want to do something like that on his wedding night? It's a joyous night. Sounds like he got a fishing trip, some Law and Order lined up, it's a nice rest. What? I thought that's what you were. That's what you were referencing. You you you're not referencing the fact that he is expected to go have sex up there. You weren't referring to any of that at all. No, not even a little bit. No, I was thinking he was gonna you know get into his bed, have a real good sleep because it's been a really tough night, and his wife's gonna fall asleep with her wedding dress on because they're too tired to change to their pajamas. What? I don't understand what. Oh my god! Do you hey not know what's supposed to happen? I don't what, yes, yeah, hey, yeah, Jordan, yeah, hey, buddy. Hey, guys, I was wondering if you uh, would be able to look at my twig and berries, because I think my berries sat out too long in the sun, and my twig, I was whittling here. I don't know where my twig went. <laughs> I can't stop playing with that twig. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, dude, I why are you talking like that if you don't know that? Because it's funny. He's always playing with that twig. I don't understand. It's so weird. I've never seen a guy whittle so much. Both of you, come here. Both of you, come here. Do either of you know what a couple is supposed to do, legally obligated to do, contracted to do, by God himself on your wedding night? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you mean, too. Don't you, you worry. Do. I'm sure we'll have our first I, argument sooner or later. Okay. It's bound to happen. Yeah, nope. I was going to say, the more you were talking, the less I was sure you knew. It's been a stressful day. It makes sense. You're supposed to have sexual intercourse on what? your wedding night. That's what you're with supposed who? to do. With, the, with your wife. The person what? you're marrying. Why? Yes. Why would I ever do that to her? Because that... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you mean to tell me that when you got married and we came to your wedding, you were running off at the end of the night to have sex with, that, with, with Cheryl? Yes. Yes, we did. We went to the hotel. Oh, my God. And, and that's what we did. Because that's what you're supposed to do. I said, go get her, buddy. And I gave you a high five before you ran off. I never would have done that if I thought you were going to have sex with her. I assume that's what you were talking about. What else <sighs> would you have been talking about? Like, run to the vending machine and get some M&M peanuts. Way to go. Oh, no, 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 no. We had sex. You're supposed to have sex on your wedding night. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a given. You forgot, even if you don't feel like it, you're supposed to, right? It's just what you're supposed to do. It's understood universally. Wow, I don't I don't understand this at all. I mean, it seems like that'd be the last thing I'd want to do with the woman that I just married. I I, I can't believe what I'm hearing. I can't, I can't believe like I'm I, even the priest. I'm pretty sure has had sex before, right? I know the with priest my on my wedding night. Not with your wife. Just in general. Look, this is a thing you're supposed to do, okay? It's a lovely thing. It's a beautiful thing. Sometimes it's a weird thing. Sometimes it gets really weird and really freaky, but that's good sometimes, right? It's 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 fine, okay? Just just look, just take your wife upstairs, go to the hotel room, and just 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 go with it, okay? You want me to record Law and Order for you, Jordan? I'd like to watch it. So do I just watch it later, or do I 
Yeah, I guess watch it later if you're going to go have sex with your wife, if that's your A1 priority right now. I'm pretty sure your wife is expecting this to happen. I don't know. I mean, she hasn't given me any indication. Hasn't given you any indication? She's been giggling with her bridesmaids the entire time. One of them came up to me. One of the bridesmaids came up to me and said these words. Oh, my God. She is so excited to be having sex later tonight. Like, those are literally the words that came out of her mouth. Probably an in-joke they have together. I think I know what happened. I think there's a little bit of confusion here. Maybe you misheard something. I think that what you heard her say was she's looking forward to having seltzer later. Because I got a nice bottle of seltzer back in the room. Nice. What she said was that your wife is looking forward to having seltzer later tonight. Yeah, must Nobody have been. Nobody looks forward to having seltzer. Oh, yeah, I bet you're waiting for that seltzer to pop. <laughs> you have just listened to The Good Improv Show. It happened right here on gradio.ca. Which is Edmonton's best local station. As always, we would like to thank you so much for listening. Go to our website, check it out, follow us on social media. If you want to suggest words that we can make sketches out of, feel free to do so. And thank you very much for spending your time with us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks for watching, everyone.